Welcome to the Happiness Highway, a podcast by Marion Van Dam. Marion Van Dam is a certified hypnotherapist, a teacher of spirituality and happiness, and an international best-selling author. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. This is Marion Van Dam, and I believe that every woman has a right to be very happy. And because I believe you have the right to be very happy, today I'm going to talk about your comfort zone. Yes, I believe your comfort zone is the biggest, well, obstacle for truly to be happy. And I'm going to explain myself, of course, in this episode of The Happiness Highway, why your comfort zone is keeping you from truly being happy. In last episode, I don't know if you listened, but I talked about limiting beliefs. It's about how you want to be liked, how you have this deep yearning, longing for being accepted, for not to be rejected by other people. And that is how you create this whole system of limiting beliefs about how you should behave in order not to be disappointed or how not to disappoint other people and how to be accepted and how to be safe. Well, and that is creating a comfort zone that you are, well, very limitingly moving inside of in your comfort zone. In order to be safe and and not to be rejected by others, but also your feelings, you don't want to get hurt, um, you've created this this really small space for yourself. If I act like this, if I dress like this, if I look like this, if I have this job, if I act so and so, that I'm safe. But... Of course, you know, you have to make safe choices in life, like practice safe sex, for example, and uh, be careful uh, when driving. But there's a lot of areas in your life you don't have to be that safe. You don't have to play safe because playing safe is playing small. And playing small is keeping you small. And if you stay small and, and you keep yourself small, you cannot grow. And growth is the one major aspect of happiness. In my magic formula, I describe the ultimate formula for for happiness. And the M is for me, myself, and I. Take full responsibility for your own life and dare to be selfish a little bit. A is for accept. Accept things that are happening outside of your life, um, in your life, but that you cannot change and accept other people because you won't be able to change them. Trust me, I tried. G is for growth. Growth is, you need to grow in life. That is what makes you happy. And well, to finish my magic formula, I is for intuition, listen to it, follow your inner voice. And C is for choice. You always have a choice. So choose to be happy. But coming back to the G of growth, growth is the one thing, if you had to pick just one thing, choose growth. You need to grow as a person in life in order to be happy. Now, I was talking about this in the last episode, but approximately during your first 30 years of your life, you're just 
picking up, creating limiting beliefs for yourself, your social rules, kind of safety rules for yourself, how not to be hurt in life and how to stay well safe and, and content. And you're not so much aware of your own happiness. You think happiness is about following these rules and then I'll be happy. Well, after you reach approximately, I just say like between your 30 and your your 30s and your 40s, you start realizing that these rules that you've created for yourself, this comfort zone, maybe isn't really working for you anymore. You're, You're not that content and it feels almost like a cage you've created for yourself. Well, I've used the word cage and maybe it's a bit strong, but I truly believe that you, if you keep imprisoning yourself in that comfort zone, you cannot grow. So you, you need to break out of that comfort zone in order to grow. And that is what I want to go into deeper in this episode. Now, for me, traveling is the the one thing that allows me to grow. I meet with new people, new cultures, new values, and I'm being challenged in my own, in my own beliefs of what, what is right and what is wrong. Like, well, this is a long time ago. This was uh, in 2012. So that has been, oh, it's been eight years already. And I was invited, don't ask me how, but I was invited to this beautiful Pakistani wedding in Lahore, Pakistan. And well, this was an entire new world for me. I'm being this modern Western woman, and I was visiting a Muslim country, a very traditional country where the women and the men kind of live separately. And the women wear veils. I wasn't really sure what to expect. So I was excited to go there and it wasn't even easy. I had to explain twice at the embassy why I needed to go to the wedding and they were looking at me with, why would you want to, why do you need to be there? Well, in the end, I did get my uh, visa and I did go to the wedding and here I was. And of course, you never know what to expect. Well, the the, the clothing style is very traditional in, in Pakistan. So the moment I arrived, I, I just went to a shop and I got myself some some dresses and they have like long dresses and they wear pants with that. And then they have like a big pashmina that they use as a veil, as a scarf, as a, or as a pashmina to, to, well, to, to cover themselves, but also to, um, to decorate. And it, it's all beautiful. So I got three new dresses, uh, right there and then. And I bought beautiful matching shoes with glitter and glamour on them. And so the first, night I just put on a little mascara because I'm not like a very big makeup person and I I put my hair in a well nicely in a bun and I went off to the party but when I got there uh, and this was a beautiful party very very beautifully done everyone all the women were dressed so uh over the top beautifully with stiletto heels that and and you know so high <laughs> that I you know I was almost like the Eiffel Towers and I was uh, I was in awe and all they were having they were wearing ver- a very heavy kind of makeup that well we could would consider like too much that's you know you don't do that 
But for them, this was their beauty style. So I think for the first time in my life, I felt, I felt almost uncomfortable because of my naked face. <laughs> that was actually quite funny because I had never experienced that because in my country, those rules or those customs don't exist. So I had never experienced that. But the people, of course, were very nice to me and uh, they didn't make me feel bad at all. But then the next day I decided to, or I begged <laughs> the bride and her family to take me with them to their beauty parlor for, uh, to also get, uh, a makeup and, and a hairdo like, uh, well, Pakistani style. And this was, this was such a special day in my life because, of course, I had this, well, judgment maybe. I had some that the women and the men are not treated equal in, in Pakistan and that they kind of live separate lives and that the women are more or less kept out of the private life. I had an opinion about that. And here I was a guest at, at this wonderful family. And of course, I had to let go of that judgment because I was a guest and I, I don't want to be rude. And, and I'm always open also to learn from new cultures. So here I was and they, they were so loving and so kind. So they took me to the beauty parlor and there was an intimacy between those women that we have no idea of, of how to feel so intimate with our own sisters, with our own cousins, with our aunts. There was all these women running around, <laughs> sitting, getting nails done, hair done, and makeup done, getting waxed all in one space. And these women were running around half naked and they were all so comfortable among themselves and they were all helping each other to bring out their their most beautiful side and that was so heartwarming and I had never experienced something like that such a sense of sisterhood so when it finally was my turn because I of course I was last on the list more or less oh I, I got all this makeup on my face and my eyes were made beautifully and I, I got false lashes I had never had false lashes but they put on false lashes they they draw my eyebrows and I had never done that because I have quite dark eyebrows uh, naturally well they did everything and my hair and when I looked at myself in a mirror I hardly recognized myself I looked like <laughs> for me it felt like I was I looked like a What's her name? Joan Collins from a, from a Dynasty. <laughs> but it was, of course, it was Pakistani style. And I, well, I had to get used to it, but it was, it was amazing. And it was so much fun to, to, to be, to look like that, just like them and, and to be one with them in that room. Actually, that was so much more. I think that was the best part to be taken into their group and to be part of that sisterhood, the intimacy that they lived with the women amongst them. That is something that I had never experienced in my Western life. Well, of course, the, the party was beautiful. It, it, in Pakistan, they celebrate a birth uh, or a wedding at least five days. So, and I was there for three days. And after the that day, I think this was the third or the fourth day of the wedding, all the women came back to the house and the man went to the men's living room and the, the women went to the women's part of the house. But then they all gathered up because it was February and it was quite chilly outside. And they all gathered up in the master bedroom 
and they all cuddled up in the big king-size bed. And then all these women and children were in the bed, and there were at least 10 of them in the bed. And they invited me in as well. And, and I was so touched. Like all these women, they were sharing their stories. They were laughing. They were, well, yeah, they were touching each other, like each other's hair, like, oh, you're so beautiful. And they were so kind to each other. And yeah, that just melted my heart that there could be such intimacy between women and to share like such a private space as, as, as the bed to share with all your sisters. <laughs> and that's what I took from that beautiful wedding in Lahore, Pakistan. The, yeah, the, the sisterhood, that true intimacy between women, the bond and the love within a family. So after that, I looked very differently at the the man and, and the women had such different lives in, in Pakistan. Still, of course, you know, I believe everyone has equal rights, but I did see what safety this brought for these women and how, and how they created a beautiful life with the women. And that is a life that we don't know in our Western life. Well, that was a long story to get back uh, <laughs> to the comfort zone. So I like to challenge my own comfort zone. I like to travel, to learn new things, to get confronted with, with other cultures, with other people's ideas. And sometimes they rock my beliefs. But that is a good thing because this is the way I challenge myself to think about my, my safety net, my, my safety zone, my comfort zone, and ask myself, is it really serving me? Now, before I went on that trip, of course, many people asked me, are you crazy? Are you going to a dangerous country like that? And what if this and this could happen? And what, what if this and this would happen? What would you do? Won't you rather stay at home with your children and be safe? And <laughs> yes, I could stay home and be safe, but would that make me happy? No. I need to brief the world. This is really something that I need to do. I need to travel the world, meet people all over the world and be inspired and learn from them. That is what I need to do and what makes me happy. And what all these people are saying to me is, well, I get a lot of these things. You know, whenever I travel, I never travel more than 10 days. And I would go to Africa, to Asia, to Pakistan, India, wherever but always at a maximum of 10 days because I wanted to be back with my children. How many people have said to me, oh, I would love to take a trip like that, but then I wouldn't go for only 10 days. I would want to go longer. And then I would ask them, so why don't you go? Yeah, well, I don't have the time. So they were making these excuses up for not going on a trip that they said they would love to go on. And well, there's two two possibilities here. Maybe in their hearts, they didn't really want to travel like me, but that was like, you know, maybe they felt like they needed to say that because that is a, uh, maybe that is also a, a limiting belief that everybody needs to travel to be happy. And I absolutely don't think that. I know that is something I need to do. But like my sister, she she's happier at home. She doesn't really like to travel. And that is okay because that is her life and she has her own things to do. She loves to paint. So either it is that they thought maybe that they felt like, oh, I should be traveling and I'm not doing that. Like that's a social thing to do. 
or they actually would like to do it, but they they were just scared to do it, and they would come up with excuses for not doing it. And that is a thing that I I run into quite often. We make up excuses for ourselves not to do things that we actually would really want to do. And that is keeping us in our comfort zone and our, you know, our minds are very creative of thinking a hundred and or maybe even a thousand reasons for not doing something. Because yeah, of course you can hit by a bus when you go on the street. You can, yes, you can catch the coronavirus if you go on a plane or you could get kidnapped somewhere, but you know, that can happen anywhere. And of course you have to keep in mind some of the safety principles in life and i do get vaccinated and i i you know i don't go out in a in a in a a lousy neighborhood at night by myself i'm you know i'm not stupid but i'm still going out i want to learn i want to see the world i want to breathe the world i want to learn and i always challenge myself to step outside of my own comfort zone and try new things and that is something that i really inspire or try to teach other women to do as well because in order to be happy you need to grow and you need to broaden that comfort zone of yours now for many people actually their relationship is a comfort zone too and now i'm not saying that everybody should get a divorce and go out there (laughs) to discover the world again but I do encourage people to think about their relationship and to take that full responsibility, uh, the M, me, myself, and I, am I really still happy in this relationship or is it just a comfort zone? So think about your comfort zone. What is your comfort zone and how could you maybe broaden that just a little bit so there is room for growth and when there's room for growth, there's room to be happier. Please head over to my website for more tips and I have all kinds of of fun tips and little trainings that you can find on my website that inspire you and that teach you uh, how to be happier and how to have more fun in your life. Because to be happy, you just have to follow your heart. It's actually quite simple. But in order to follow your heart, you have to get rid of a few things of some limiting beliefs, of your comfort zone. So get over yourself, get to my website and let me help you create this wonderful, crazy, happy life that's ahead of you. Oh, and if you do have a question for me, please head over to my website and on, on the podcast website on, a, on the right, there is a golden tab. If you press that tab, you can leave me a voice message and I would love to hear from you. So please leave me a message, whatever it is, positive or negative feedback. I don't care. Well, I hope positive, of course, or just ask me a question so I can respond to you. And I really hope to be in touch with you. See you next episode on the Happiness Highway. Bye.